Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Not just football underway, but a big, big weekend in baseball coming up. Chris Carlin in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance. And all guests, as always, appear via the Goodyear hotline in 15 minutes We speak with someone who knows Peyton Manning perhaps better than anybody and caught nearly 400 passes from him in his career as Peyton gets into the Hall of Fame this weekend. That in just 15 minutes. But we begin today with some baseball. And the fact that this weekend we have got some very, very good matchups in Major League Baseball and some teams that are in some big trouble. And let's just tackle it right across the board. And we'll start with the National League, and you have two massive series this weekend. The Mets in Philadelphia and the San Francisco Giants taking on Milwaukee in Milwaukee. Now, with Philadelphia, it is remarkable to see this team, along with the Atlanta Braves, who are playing better right now as well, both of whom have been dead for the majority of the season so far, coming to life. The Phillies right now have won five straight. They come back with four in the ninth inning yesterday against the Nationals, and now they sit just a game behind the Mets. And I'm here to tell you, the Mets are not going to hold on in the National League East. I know we are sitting here, and it isn't even mid-August yet, but it's so clear as day that they missed an incredible opportunity in the first half of the year, even with all of the injuries that they sustained, to open up a wider gap in the National League East and give themselves some wiggle room, and they are really paying for it now. When you have those two teams, especially the Braves, who have been awful this year, awful for what they have supposed to have been, and they've had their injuries too, and you're not taking enough advantage of it, you're going to pay for that at some point over the course of a 162-game season. And right now, the Mets are paying for that. And it's not going to get any better. Yesterday, they lose to the Marlins. They can't score runs. They drop three of four to the Marlins. And they now find themselves, as we said, just a game up uh, in the National League East. And keep in mind, the wild card is not coming from anywhere but the NL West with the Giants, the Dodgers, and the Padres all fighting it out as much as they will be this year. The Mets pitching staff is a mess right now with no Jacob deGrom, with a worn-down Taiwan Walker, who has thrown over 100 innings this year after the previous four years where he hadn't thrown a combined 100 innings, total of 76 because of injuries and such over the last few years. And their number one is Marcus Stroman, who now goes tonight. You don't know if you're going to see DeGrom for the rest of the year. Our buster only told us this week that the Mets have basically put themselves in a position uh, that with the deadline approaching last week, they were not going to go get a pitcher once they got the news about Jacob DeGrom being out until September. And I don't know that you're going to see him again for the rest of the year. And the Phillies, since the break are 19-12, and 12, and they have done an excellent job to get back in it, despite the fact that their bullpen is absolutely atrocious. And while they traded for Ian Kennedy, they have yet to pitch Ian Kennedy in a save situation. Somewhat mind-boggling. Then you have the Giants and the Brewers, and we're talking about the Mets from the standpoint of 
not taking enough advantage and not putting together a long enough streak in the first half of the year to really give yourself some wiggle room. That's exactly what the Milwaukee Brewers did. You know, they were a little up and down at times in the first half, but their ups were longer than their downs. They they won 13 out of 14, and as a result, they have given themselves that wiggle room right now. And you get the Giants coming in, and these are obviously two very good teams. I would say two of the top four teams in the National League, with the Mets being perhaps fifth, maybe even sixth or seventh at this point. And the Giants are getting contributions from Chris Bryant. They made that trade. He showed up uh, over the weekend on Sunday. And yesterday, go ahead, double in the 10th inning to win it, three for five. That is paying some dividends. So you have to understand that that stretch for Milwaukee in early, uh, late June, early July has really paid off. And for the Giants, they are doing an awful lot of things right. The best winning percentage in baseball when losing, and when losing by four or more runs, they have won 25% of their games when they're losing by four or more runs. That's absolutely absurd. American League, you have the Yankees and the Mariners this weekend in the Bronx. Started last night, Yankees won 5-3. to three. Joey Gallo had his first home run, and the Yankees are now positioned very well for the wild card, just a game out, and there's no question that their trade to pick up both Gallo and Anthony Rizzo has paid huge dividends. They have won six of seven from the deadline. Rizzo's been absolutely amazing, and so now you have the Mariners who traded away Kendall Graveman. They turn around and get Diego Castillo to close games, and what's happened? They have dropped six of their last nine. So that's a big series in the Bronx. And then Boston and Toronto as well this weekend. I mean, you got four big ones to chew on. you got to be very excited about that because the Blue Jays are five out in the loss column in the division. The Red Sox are two out. Blue Jays are rolling right now. The Red Sox are struggling. Blue Jays have won seven of eight. They have gotten a little bit of juice since they made the trade for Jose Barrios at the deadline and put themselves in a much better spot. They overpaid for a pitcher when they knew that they needed one, especially one that was controllable for next year. And the Red Sox have not played nearly as well. They've dropped seven of nine, and you have to wonder if that first half of the year might have been a bit of a house of cards for the Red Sox, who I don't think anybody expected to take this big step forward just a year removed from, I guess, what you would call a rebuilding year, but as much as we were lauding Alex Cora, and he deserves a lot of credit for the impact that he's had on that team, I also think you have to look at this and understand that maybe, just maybe, that was a team that was hot for a half a season, and they might be starting to come back down to earth. This has been Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. We have got so much more Coming your way, Jerry Jones making Jimmy Johnson's Hall of Fame weekend about himself. There's a shocker. And in just moments, we will talk to a man who knows Peyton Manning about as well as you can. Dallas Clark will join us in just a little bit to reflect on his and Edgerin James' career as they both get into the Pro Football Hall of Fame this weekend. Greeny is presented by Progressive Insurance. 
Drivers who save with Progressive save over $700 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. Chris Carlin in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Greeny, the podcast. I'd say I can't believe Jerry Jones made Jimmy Johnson's big weekend about him, but I honestly can. It's Chris Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. And ESPN Plus Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide. And you can get a, a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299, no contract, all on America's best networks. Straight Talk Wireless, 5G-capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. So, in case you missed it, last night on the NFL on Fox, prior to the Steelers and the Cowboys in the Hall of Fame game, Jimmy Johnson was, of course, on set, and Jerry Jones actually joined him on set as well. And for years, we have known about the very chilly relationship it has been, been between the two of them ever since they parted ways back in the 90s after the Cowboys won two Super Bowls with Jimmy at the helm. And now, Jerry has finally come around, coincidentally, on Jimmy's Hall of Fame weekend. This from the NFL on Fox. We are going to certainly be recognizing what's happening here with the Hall of Fame. Uh, but uh, Tex Ram, who started that ring of honor, said, Jerry, keep it, keep it kind of limited with people. But make sure it wasn't just about the plays they made. Make sure they contributed to the story of the franchise. Now, it's kind of hard to not recognize <laughs> This contribution to the story of the franchise. No doubt. So are we making an announcement here? Well, we can be. If we can, I don't know how we're going to upstate. No, yeah, you can. Go ahead. Make the announcement. But we'll be in the ring of honor. There we go. Love it. You heard it here. It will be there. While I'm alive. Oh, how magnanimous. (laughs) I hear Jimmy at the end. While I'm alive. Jerry actually is waiting for Jimmy Johnson to get in the Hall of Fame before he will put him in the ring of honor. That's a guy that went 36-12 and 12 his last three years as head coach of the Cowboys. Now, granted, they won a Super Bowl after he left, but for Pete's sake, I mean, his five years at Dallas were about as good as could be, and finally now you are choosing to let the ice thaw, so to speak? I- I'm calling Fugazi on that one. And if you're unfamiliar with Fugazi, it means fake. That's completely fake. That's about Jerry making it about Jerry on Jimmy's Hall of Fame weekend. And if you saw their hug on the NFL on Fox, 
It was, I guess, something that if you looked in the dictionary under hug, it would fall somewhere inside the definition of it. But it was basically like two teenagers at a sixth grade dance or a seventh grade dance with their arms extended about as far away as could be. It was not exactly what I would call the warmest of moments, for sure. Then you've got Peyton Manning, who is getting in this weekend. And I thought it was very interesting that Peyton Manning opted to invite Tom Brady to come to his Hall of Fame ceremony this weekend. And Brady is going to fly in for it to Canton. I don't know that I could be that, well, What's the word? Magnanimous. See, I wouldn't hold grudges like I was Jerry Jones for 20-some years, but I don't know that I would run to invite Tom Brady, who overshadowed me for the majority of my career and beat me 11 out of 17 times to come to Canton. Now, I understand that he had some success against him in the playoffs and was 3-2 and two in his career against Brady and did get to you know, three Super Bowls with three uh, championship game wins over Brady. But still, I mean, Brady year after year after year? I don't know, man. I don't know that I want him there. This is about me. I got to get mine. Peyton Manning has gotten more than his, so certainly it is a great move on his part uh, just to have that moment where he can address Brady and will obviously do it in some sort of a humorous way uh, in his speech. But it will be very, very interesting to see. Uh, Brady actually watching Peyton Manning get in. I don't know that I could welcome him in. I don't know if I could do that. Saturday, it'll be the class of 2020 that gets into the Pro Football Hall of Fame at 6.30 p.m. on ESPN, and then Sunday, the class of 2021, of which Peyton Manning is a member. And in 60 seconds, we talk to somebody who perhaps knows Peyton Manning better than anybody. Now, what if you could put the same type of rigor that pro leagues use for players into your hiring process? Well, you can with ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter's technology finds qualified candidates for your open roles and proactively presents them to you, and you can invite your top choices to apply for your job. No wonder four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash G-R-E-E-N-Y. Dallas Clark is the the uh, Super Bowl champion tight end, long time of the Indianapolis Colts, 11 years in the league, and he joins us right now to help us put in perspective to a degree from a teammate's uh, viewpoint, Peyton Manning's career, and Edgerin James, for that matter, who will also be inducted this weekend into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Dallas, we appreciate a few minutes. First things first, if you're Peyton Manning, would you have invited Tom Brady to your Hall of Fame weekend? You know, if you're Peyton Manning, you can invite whoever the heck you want. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, I, I think uh, here's the thing. You know, those guys, they're such fierce competitors. 
on the field, and I think uh, off the field they have just about as fierce as uh, uh, respect for each other. And so, you know, I, I'm, I'm not privy on uh, on on the you know what what's kosher on you know, who you invite and who makes the list and who doesn't. But uh, you know, you know, I, I think uh, I'm, I'm sure he's definitely going to extend the invitation because you know I'm sure Tom's looking to get out of a uh, you know a day of training camp. You know, you know, get, make a little trip. <laughs> Dallas Clark, the Indianapolis Colts uh, Super Bowl champion tight end joining us right now. Chris Carlin in for Greeny today, Dallas. We appreciate the time. And first of all, when I say the name Peyton Manning, what is the very first thing that comes to your mind as a longtime teammate of his? Man, they're, you know, that's, you know, I, you know, you try to think of, you know, Peyton, the teammate, Peyton, the friend, Peyton, uh, you know, the, the, the golf, uh, teammate, uh, we were, we were teammates, uh, in many, uh, in many golf matches and, you know, it's kind of, you know, it's hard for those to not kind of trump the, trump the moments on the field. I mean, it's just the, the, the moments we've had and, and, and the things that we've experienced is pretty, uh, pretty special. But when you, when you think of Peyton, you know, obviously everyone thinks of his just, you know, his, his intensity and, uh, and everything. And, and what's awesome about it with these commercials and the shows he's doing for ESPN, um, I think they're starting to see, you know, the kind of, you know, the, the kind of the real Peyton, you know, the, the thing that we've seen, you know, where he is funny, he is caring, he is loving, he is, uh, you know, all these other things where people probably kind of thought he was a robot for, for so many years. <laughs> and so, um, it's good to see all sides, uh, f- for that. And, and I, you know, I think he's really enjoying that, but, uh, but yeah, it, it's, I, I think he's just a competitor. I, I think that's just kind of one thing that just really stood out. We've had so many great teammates, uh, throughout those years and he was just that, um, he was just the accelerator. I mean, he just kind of kept, kept everything going in the right direction. And, and, uh, and it was just so impressive on, the highs of highs and the lows of lows, how he just kept grinding and just, you know, took on so much responsibility and, and, uh, and, and, and invited that pressure. I mean, he wanted, he wanted to have it in his hands and uh, you know, there's nothing more special than that as an athlete. Dallas, take me back to 2003. You're a first round pick of the Colts. You're walking in the door. Do you remember your first interaction with Peyton Manning? What was it? Well, it was one of those things that, uh, you know, he, he, and, and you saw it, uh, in the following years, he's so, and it's kind of, I, th- I don't know if he got that from Dungy, but, you know, coach was, you know, we weren't big in hazing and, and I mean, because coach knew that, Hey guys, we can't make these guys feel isolated or not, you know, kind of, you know, we need them quickly to feel part of the team because we are going to need them, whether it's in week one or week 16, these guys are going to make an impact for us. And so the quicker we make them feel part of it, the better. And Peyton did that. I mean, that was, you know, that's one of the coolest things, you know, he'd always be at the summer camp, you know, where some of the veterans would kind of be, you know, in and out and, you know, doing vacations and things like that. But Peyton was always there when there was an OTA, he was there and uh, workouts, he was there. And as a rookie to see that, I mean, that's, <laughs> I mean, we'll talk about an impact and, you know, those are some of the stories that I tell people like, well, what, you know, was he funny or what, you know, and that's one of the stories of after our workouts, we'd always do a plank. I don't know if, you know, Chris, I don't know how much your workout regime is, but a plank is where you get on your elbows 
and you suspend your, your body in a straight line to your toes, and you hold it for an X amount of time. And the longer you hold it, obviously, it gets harder. And so to pass the time, because you're just thinking about how miserable you are, Peyton would ask rookies, like, hey, who'd you take to prom? Hey, what car did you drive? What, uh, what, you know, what did you go to college for? Just ask all these questions that, you know, I mean, just basically roasting these rookies, and, but also, you know, bonding with them and getting to know them, and we're all kind of getting to know them. And so he just had that unique uh, special way to just kind of make everyone feel a part of this thing and, uh, and, and this team. And, and it, was, it was just it was really, really special. Dallas Clark, former Indianapolis Colts tight end, Super Bowl champion, joining us right now on Greeny. Chris Carlin filling in for Greeny today. Dallas with us via the Goodyear hotline. All right, Dallas, um, you and Peyton had an excellent connection for such a long time. How is it that you were able to develop that relationship in a relatively short period and how did he make you a better player? Oh, you don't have a long enough show to, tell, to to explain how he made me better. But, you know, I think it's just one of those things that I I get motivated and inspired by by work ethic. And, 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 and I guess I'm easily motivated. And so when you're around and you're in the presence of, of this team, you know, all the way from Ursa all the way down to – um, Wade, our, our janitor, not saying that the janitor isn't any more, but, you know, just, I mean, we, we were all part of this and they're just all special, great people. And, uh, you know, he, he just, he, he, he just demanded your, your best. And, and, and that was just kind of the way it was. And so I love challenges and, and I loved, I love the, the variety of, of our offense of being able to just you know, flex out, to be able to motion, to be able to, and, and really kind of do the same stuff, but just kind of smoke and mirrors our offense and just kind of try to create mismatches, flopping, flipping players to get on different, uh, different coverages and things like that. And just, just that ability to just kind of, you know, create and, 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 uh, and to just kind of work uh, together. And it started in camp. It started in the off season and to see him prepare and to see, um, you know, we, we would run, you know, our two minute offense in, in June, just with about the same as intensity as, as in December in Houston, you know, I mean, it's just, yeah. you know, being around that is just, and, and that's, you know, that's why you, you know, when you saw it, it just looked like it was like, Oh, well, we've done that before because we have, you know, because we, we did treat it with such high expectations and execution and, uh, and, and your average was not good enough. And, uh, you know, and, and it's just, it was amazing, uh, on, on how that environment was created and, and just, but just being, uh, the communication of just kind of understanding what he wanted and really kind of keeping my agenda to the side, I think is what made us flourish is because, you know, when I came in, I mean, I've only been the tight end for two years in Iowa. Uh, you know, so I wasn't going to come in and say, hey, I know how to, you know, I know what I'm doing. Basically, mm. I just came in and said, hey, what do you want me to do? And uh, you want me to be, in, you know, two yards outside the numbers? Done. I, I, I'm your guy. Like, that's that's just kind of the approach I took it. Uh, you know, when, you look, when I walked in that huddle, you know, I was asking guys, hey, do you guys want any water? Because I don't know. Am I, am I needed in here? You guys look like you got this. I mean, got Marv, Edge. Pollard, Stokely, I mean, all these, Tar, Glenn, Peyton, Saturday, Deem. I mean, it's like, 
hey, I'm just going to grab some popcorn. You guys got this, you know. So, I mean, it's just uh, – so when I came in, man, I, I just I, – it was like, hey, what can I do to help? You just let me know. I'm just going to bust my ass and start, you know, and just and just go to work. And uh, and I think Peyton saw that, respected it, and said, hey, let's let's go do some special things. Dallas Clark with us, former Colts tight end, longtime teammate of Peyton Manning's. All right, Dallas, give us your best – Peyton Manning story that is suitable for the air. <laughs> suitable for the air. Uh, you know, you might have to go to the outtakes. Um, but <laughs> you know, I here, here's golly. Um, well, here, here's a good one. He's, he's not a, he's not a fan of this one, but uh, you know, but it's not very, I mean, and that's the whole thing. Like it's just, you know, everyone wants these great stories and, and it's just kind of, you know, they're just, there's just the way the things were. So I guess, you know, being around, you just didn't really, um, you know, you didn't think anything of it. But one time we we're in New York, uh, it was the season opener. And, uh, and he took, you know, obviously New York, uh, Eli being out there, you know, knowing all the, the fancy restaurants. And so he took a group of us to this restaurant and we, I have never seen, I, I think they butchered a whole cow and put it on the, I mean, it was, I mean, they had a, 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 a plate full of filet. They had a plate full of New York strips, and they—I mean, it was just—it was—it was embarrassing how much meat they brought. I think they're trying to slow us down. I think you know, obviously, they're—they must have had some money on the game or something. But uh, but we come back to the hotel, and uh, and we have way too many people in this elevator, and uh, and I—I I don't know if it's a service elevator, but it just—I just remember be, be, being smaller, but the darn thing gets stuck, and. We are in this. We are in this uh, elevator for way too long, and and everyone else is joking. And Peyton is in this elevator, and he he says maybe two words. The you know forty thirty forty minutes we're in this thing because I mean he is just he's not panicking, but he's just like I mean it's just off his routine, right? You know, it's just it's just you know, and, and he just was not having it. He was not having it. And, you know, we're all joking, you know, and, and just kind of, and I think we're probably kind of, it's kind of like that big brother. We're like, oh, 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 this is a button we can push. We're going to keep pushing this button. And, I mean, he was sweating and, and, you know, his head was right, you know, by this light, uh, you know, just shining down. And and so he was just, I mean, it was, uh, and I think we're all kind of joking, like, ha-ha, they're going to get us, right? They're going to come again, yeah, you know. And so, I mean, it was just one of those moments where, you know, to be stuck in an elevator with with uh, with some some large uh, and and then obviously Peyton and, and people that have eaten way too much. Um, so it was uh, it was good. But I mean, there was and and then the and then the best the best thing that I have with Peyton and that he kind of started was later on when we would win on the road. Uh, we would get uh, Steve Champlin. Uh, 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 help uh, with the Colts, the player development guy. He would get us uh, cigars, and we would we would illegally smoke a cigar under the like the you know the buses where how the doors come open and all the luggage goes underneath. Well, we would sit in those you know we'd just sit down on the bus on the side of the bus on the tarmac, uh, <laughs> you know, with our plane. You know, you know, yeah, no, you know, no smoking signs. You're not smart, not smart. I'm kids. Don't try this at home, but you know, just, you know, you know, you know, fuselages and, and planes everywhere. And we're sitting there and smoking 
our our victory cigars and just uh just a group of us and it was and we would just kind of talk about the game you know the game that you know we're not you know you know maybe the conversations that saturday had with the guy you know or whatever or you know peyton you know hey what were you thinking why why did you get forced outside we got to get inside you know just just that kind of it was just uh man it's just one of those like end of the week uh you know put the work in it was our version of just kind of you know winding down maybe having a beer you know you know what have you so it's just you know, th- those are the moments that, you know, you cherish and just you just know that you're a part of something special. And and uh, and, and every one of those guys uh, gave everything they had every Sunday. And and that team kind of represented that Dallas uh, Dallas Clark joining us, Indianapolis Colts, former tight end and Super Bowl champion Chris Carlin in Fort Greene today on ESPN Radio. Um, two last ones real quick. We got about a minute left. Number one, do you pay attention to the current Colts and, and if so, the situation with Carson Wentz right now? I mean, talk just killer. I mean, just, yeah. I, just awful. You know, you know, you come into camp, you spend all off season building this team, right. And you just have all these images and just potentials and, and, and going through your head and everyone's working towards that goal and then, bang! You just—I mean—and then with Quit, with Q getting—you know—the, uh, this—I mean, how is that? I mean, that's such a freak. They get the same injury. I mean, that's just um, so so awful. And uh, but the good thing is it's early, um, so it's not you know week seven, and and now all of a sudden you got to you know. So there is there is pluses, there's minuses. You know, it sounds like it's a positive thing that there's a chance and all that stuff. And so, but that's that's sports that's football that's you know that's just that's just life and and it's just unfortunate but the Colts are an unbelievable organization Frank has done a phenomenal job and and everyone is is on board everyone has bought in I mean that team is still going to flourish still great things ahead of them but you know it's just unfortunate and 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 you know Carson has so much to prove and he's doing such a great job and and he's going to fight his butt off to get back on the field so you know just unfortunate but that's you know that's football last one i know you're a huge mets fan are you concerned with what's going on right now uh very um very you know more concerned on what to wear to canton um you know this weekend so but no it's uh i don't know what's going on i mean it's just kind of you know obviously injuries as well you know shocker you know good good segue um, but, uh, but just that we kind of, we kind of lost that kind of that, that thing that we had early on in the season where we could just kind of just know that we we're going to make the plays, uh, to, 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 you know, to come out on top and, and we're not making those plays and, you know, we're, you know, things, things aren't, you know, we're not playing the full nine innings and just having that, that melt, you know, it kind of looks like my scorecard in golf. Like it just has that one blow up hole, you know, it's just like, geez, how can we give up five yeah, and that, in one that bl- inning and then go yeah, that blow-up hole was named you know? Therese Familia. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. See, I'm not – I'm a – you know, see, I'm I, I'm a former athlete. Now I'm trying – like, and the one thing I, I, I don't do, uh, what I find out fans do, they call out players. And, you know, I was on that side where I got called out like, Jesus, why can't Clark catch that dang ball, you know? So I am very quick. You know, I try to keep it, you know, coach, uh, coach uh, uh, mentality of, right. hey – we, hey, let's go, team. Let's we got to get it better, you know. So I'm I'm more into that. But you can throw out names all you want. That ain't my because I'm I'm a support. I love the team and and I will always cheer for the Mets. But yeah, a little concerning. 
we got to turn around, but they will, obviously, long season. But, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, we, we had a very comfortable lead, and now it's a half a game. And it's like, good Lord, that, that East division is just anyone's right now. Hey, Dallas, enjoy the weekend in Canton. We appreciate the insight very much. Appreciate it, Chris. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Dallas Clark, Super Bowl champion tight end with the Indianapolis Colts and a longtime teammate of Peyton Manning's. Caught nearly 400 passes from him in his career. Joining us on the Goodyear Hotline. Now, 5G is here, but the big carriers want you to sign a pricey long-term contract to get in on the action. Well, not anymore, because with Straight Talk Wireless, they have rolled out 5G coverage nationwide. And with plans starting at just $35 a month with no contract. Get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299, all on America's best networks. 5G coverage, 5G phones, less money. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. 5G-capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Up next, the situation with COVID in the NFL continues to be a problem, but one quarterback in particular is drawing a lot of attention to that. We'll tell you who that is in moments. Chris Carlin filling in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Greeny, the podcast. An NFL player's responsibility to either get vaccinated or let his teammates know if he is not and continue to separate himself from the team. Kirk Cousins is bringing that to the forefront. We get to that in 20 seconds. Chris Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance, and all guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Country versus country, you versus the home printer. No matter the competition, you need natural fuel. Almonds are exactly that fuel for the best you. Almonds are natural, energy-packed, stay-on-task, and feel-good fuel to power you through. California Almonds, own your every day, every day. Kirk Cousins yesterday speaking at Vikings camp and, he, of course, a big topic right now is whether or not players are vaccinated and the Delta variant now coming around and being more of an issue. We see players uh, having uh, COVID-positive situations, having to step away from the team quite a bit. And the Vikings are reportedly one of the least vaccinated teams. Kirk Cousins appears to be among those who isn't, and here is his uh, 
take on the whole situation yesterday? I think the vaccination decision is a private, very private health matter for me, and I'm going to keep it as such. Um, uh, I do believe that as a leader of the team, it's very important uh, to follow the protocols to avoid this close contact because that is that is what it's going to come down to is did you have a close contact? And so I'm going to be vigilant about avoiding a close contact. Well, the protocols are what you have to follow. The NFL has set these protocols in place. So uh, I want to follow the protocols so I can play on Sunday. And that's where my focus is. So as long as I can, um, you know, not test positive and not have a close contact, I'll be there for every, every game. So what's interesting here is the NFL is a private business. And most of their employees and people that have been working for teams are required to be vaccinated. And obviously the players are not because they're protected by the NFL Players Association. But we have seen the league do everything possible to incentivize players to get vaccinated going as far as to say if a game is canceled and cannot be made up not only the team that had an outbreak but also the team they were playing will not get paid and that is a that is an awfully big little issue uh, awfully big issue that is hanging out there right now for players so if you're Kirk Cousins is there a responsibility for you to get vaccinated? It seems like there might be. Because when you have a team around you that is relying on you as their quarterback and you're not even talking about being as vigilant as you can be, you can't control every single aspect of trying to stay negative. You can be as vigilant as possible and still test positive. And that doesn't necessarily matter. As we've seen, we've had breakthrough cases Uh, with the vaccine as well, but isn't it your responsibility working for a private business in the league where so much money is on the line and you are being paid $21 million this coming season to be the leader of a team? Isn't it your responsibility to get vaccinated? It's not one of those freedom-type discussions because... If, you, if that's your personal choice, everybody's entitled to their personal choice, of course. But when you're talking about a private entity, they are entitled to not have you work for them. They absolutely are. And while the Players Association is doing their best to protect players, you get the feeling that the majority of players want guys to be vaccinated on their team. We've seen them go back and forth on it. It is... I'll tell you what, if you're a player right now and you want to avoid headaches with your teammates all season long and you want to not lose game checks, I don't know that you can afford to not mess around. I don't know that you can afford to mess around and not get vaccinated. Chris Carlin in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.